The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello, I'm Trevor Flynn, and this is with me Edwin Reyes. And today we are going to be talking about the latest Pixar release, Turning Red. I'm just going to read off a IMDb summary that is very short. A 13-year-old girl named Maylin turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited. So basically, Ranma one half, Ed, right? Like, I've never seen Ranma one half, but... Uh, similar, but no. Like, Ranma one half, they had to be dumped with cold water. Uh, so it wasn't like an emotional turn. It was a situational comedic turn. Yeah, or like Fruits Basket or like, I don't know. I saw Ron one half in there, like poster at some point. So I was just like, that was what immediately why, what I thought. Probably I because like, uh, Rama had a giant panda and May's a red panda. Uh, but definitely yeah. more Fruits Basket where like, because they can transform under emotional turmoil on occasion. Right. Uh, right. That's probably the better pull here, actually. So I- I'll just tell you what I thought to start us out. I think this is the best Pixar movie in like, a decade, maybe. I really like it. It's like better than Encanto, but Encanto is a lot more damn watchable because of the songs and shit. I know um, we talked about a lot about that. Uh, no? Four Towny Forever. They had amazing <laughs> songs. Are you are you kidding me? Like, oh no, that's a good that's a good point. Okay, so like the '90s boy band stuff. I'm not gonna like distance myself from my culture that I grew up. Like, I did listen <laughs> to the Backstreet Boys. I'm not gonna deny that, but like it. So I, I I did love that the movie is set then and like has all that energy, but oh, like dude, it's not necessarily my jam. Like I'm not like as nostalgic for that era of boy band that as like maybe other people <laughs> might be. I, I don't know. I love that they like set this and I choke a little bit like in the past, just like that era of like early 2000s. When Miriam handed May the 99 CD, like, I I was like, all right, I'm in for this movie. Like, the Tamagotchi was cute, but, like, mm-hmm. passing her the CD from the 99 tour, I, I, I love a lot of things about this movie. I, I, I praise this movie. And I slapped you earlier because, like, I, I am over Encanto because of Turning Red. Like, yeah, right? Completely. Okay, cool. So we're on the same page then, it sounds like. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Like, if, if someone came to listen to this thinking we, either one of us would not like this movie, they were wrong. I don't think I'm going to watch this movie on repeat the way I did in Kanto. Although, like, that's kind of like... I don't tend to watch movies on repeat. My wife does. And so, of course, she put on Kanto because she's a Lin-Manuel Miranda fan, understandably. And... I kind of just was along for the ride at a certain point, but uh, I don't, you know, that's, that's kind of like what determines what gets replay value at my house. But I, I kind of want to watch it again. Like I'm sure I will someday, you know, I'm just not like immediately putting it back on for like, cause I need to hear, we don't talk about Bruno again. Yeah. Know? It's, it's more like Encanto was a good, like sound. It's definitely a, a good soundtrack, better soundtrack. Cause it has all those, bops in there so like to put that on repeat and just kind of like not pay attention here in the back maybe do some chores totally that 
red uh turning red you pay attention you i tried because i've watched this movie like three or four times now um okay cool you have gone back no yeah i i I gone went back to watch it a second time just to refresh my my memory of it before we were initially going to record this and then since then because life i've watched like another one and a half uh because i watched that work uh recently and i had to pause in between i didn't finish it yet but i the story is there which was our biggest issue with Encanto. <laughs> like the story was kind of yeah. like kind of like not half-assed but like felt somewhat lacking there is story for turning red and i applaud that I think yeah, I'm sorry that. to have cast turning red in like Encanto's shadow just from the top. But I think part of that is me bringing in this frustration that like I, I, I feel like specifically turning red is like about, you know, a mother daughter relationship and like, you know, kind of a, a meshment and a, like an overprotective parent kind of. And at the end of this movie, I mean it like commits to that whereas like specifically we ranted all of us for like a good 15 30 minutes about how the ending of Encanto kind of cops out of that and like also the fact that that movie is a phenomenon even though it only just got like a little theater time and this movie is yet another Pixar movie that has just gone straight to streaming and I'm mad that it didn't get more exposure even though I think it's like a far better film. I think I think that's that's why yeah. I set us down that path like immediately. And I'm sorry to do that to this movie because I think it, it you know, it deserves its own conversation. But oh, yeah, um, yeah sure. it's, it, 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 it's certainly on my mind that like uh, there's a similar kind of thing there at least. No, yeah. Uh, more like animated movies talking about family relationships and healing them. I think is an ongoing trend, which I'm okay with. Right. Like, totally yeah. cool. Um, I do dislike that Turning Red didn't get, like, the big recognition that Encanto received. And Encanto's going back to theaters in... What? I, I, I would have to, like, relook, but I'm pretty sure they're... This like, is the first I've heard of that, and I it doesn't, like, surprise me, because this, this, this is the whole Disney marketing vault scheme where they will just... You know, this is how Disney, the Disney Renaissance like partly happened is they would just like occasionally throw something back into theaters because they could, you know, like, I mean, so that doesn't surprise me. But like, that's the first time that's happened in a while, if that's true. And that's uh, that's huge. Uh, first, it, uh, it came back for President's Day weekend. Did President's Day weekend happen already? I don't even know. Yeah, it did. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I just did not know this. Like, I, maybe it was. No, uh, I, 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 like, I don't know why I would have. But I, I heard it through like some random Facebook post uh, while I was scrolling through work. Um, but I didn't look much into it because I already saw it on Disney Plus. And as much as I loved Encanto, I didn't I didn't care about going to see it in theater. Like I enjoyed it for what it was. Turning red, I would go see it in theaters. I would take my i kind of wish i had been able to see it in the theater just for that like kaiju finish you know oh, yeah. nothing else I-, I believe this was supposed to be an imax i th- what? i think that's I in the credit that either i think that's in the not, credits that like, i believe you i'm not being skeptical not that the, I. the second you, know, you said like i would love to see giant kaiju angry red panda mom in theaters i'm like that w- was supposed to be like that in in all its mm. glory mm. 
Uh, well, the animation in this movie definitely deserves like every inch of any screen that you can watch it on. I think for sure. The yeah. double detail there is like Pixar immaculate. May's faces uh, while she was drawing her like her her stupid sexy drawings. Direct quote. Also, oh, Disney Pixar that. let May say crap, sexy, their stripper music. Like canonically, like Disney movie said whoa, strip. Whoa, whoa. What their strip what is how, how, what and how is it like categorically stripper music? Explain. No, um they said the words stripper music. Oh, they did? Okay. Um, after uh, they got told they couldn't go to the concert for various reasons. Um, oh, yeah. I think it was Abby is is the friend. The like. The, so, the, well, the, the one spectacled. who likes the gold. Oh, uh, yeah. I love Abby. Uh, Abby's yeah. probably my favorite. <laughs> uh, after they were listening to the reasons why their parents said no, her parents sa- said that it's stripper music. And she was like, and what's wrong with that? Nice. It was a great nice. moment. Again, you you have already made an argument for the rewatch value of this, and that I did not remember that line, but uh, it sounds it sounds pretty good the way you put it, right there. Yeah. Uh oh yeah, and uh when um May's mom went to the like convenience store to tell off the clerk, saying like you look like you're thirty. This is what happens when you do drugs all day. <laughs> yeah. What about it? (laughs) Like, just the... Like, I give this movie so much credit. They they, uh, put a lot of work into the script. Uh, They went... Is it wrong to say they pushed the envelope? Uh, No, and I think, Ed, now is a good time to bring up um, what I failed to mention at the top, that the writer-director auteur of the story is Domi Shi. And she is behind, uh, you remember the Bao short film? I can't remember which Pixar release it was in front of. I think I saw it from Disney Plus, so it's fine. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus now. Um, I'm surprised it doesn't like come up immediately after this movie. I think the documentary comes up after this movie, actually. Embrace hmm. the Panda, which is fine, I think. It's, I, I, you know, I, honestly, it's a nice I, watch. I, I think it's better because I didn't even notice because I turned it off after like the fun credits uh stop but like i would watch a a making of or like a little documentary i am surprised you haven't considering you've watched it three times <laughs> but um i wouldn't necessarily uh i would recommend it if you like this film like at all it's not very long and it's just it's just nice i mean it's it seems more about the culture and like the workplace and, and work environment that was happening at pixar particularly under this director and like it being a team of all women, a lot of them mothers, um, kind of relating to the story that they're telling more than it's about the actual production or process of animation, I think is what I would say. But I, I think it's a pretty good watch all the same. Um, they definitely talk about the anime influences, which are definitely here. Oh, with like I... every time they're reacting to something cute that, that they go into the anime eyes that, you know, made my wife who does not necessarily like anime laugh like it was just you know <laughs> it was uh, so expressive and perfect my favorite scene visually was when she was uh panda hopping like uh to get to the concert when she was yeah. like run turn to a panda use the propulsion turn back to may when she went over the bus and had this like beautiful like anime magical magical girl moment with her her robe mm. like coming off yeah that was chef's kiss yeah. beautiful brilliant yeah. loved it 
Yeah, absolutely. Did you um? Did you see? Did you see Bao? You would remember if you had, because it's like when you when you mentioned pushing the envelope. I I've never seen a like cute Pixar short film in a theater that made everyone fucking gasp in horror because there's a moment in Bao where like the little bun is the the woman's like the mother's kind of like her like progeny like a little son kind of and then she just like is like growing increasingly frustrated with it like and decides to just like take it like take it back into herself by fucking eating it <laughs> at some point and i i don't actually remember it's been so long since i've seen it i don't actually remember how it ends but that's the moment that everybody just gasped and i was like Oh, I I love this. This is <laughs> this is good. This is this is good shit. The reason you don't remember <laughs> the ending is because that's where you just like solidified the the memory. It was like right. this is it. Right, right. Because this is the point. Right. Yeah. No. Um. But uh. Yeah. And this this feels very uh of a you know in in line with that kind of story about um relationships between parents and their children. Uh, specifically mothers and daughters or mothers and um yeah so i just think she she is so much uh not to do like tread too heavily in auteur theory here but i mean that is this is a workplace and a production that is very much like yeah i i think owing to the creative voice of that one person and the pushing the envelope-ness of it like yes we are glad and grateful that you know the corporate overlord disney will like has allowed you know <laughs> has paid for someone and let them just kind of have free reign to do this um but yeah i think um i think a lot of that is just her unique voice and and just like unapologetically putting those moments out there like all the fucking period humor <laughs> in this film is Which, a major thing too you know yeah like this movie got like some flack about having the period humor what? Because you know how like conservative parents are like, this is supposed to be a Disney family movie. Now I have to explain to my child what a period is. I assume this was like just angry parents on Twitter or something like this was not like legitimate reviewer criticism. Yeah, no, this like, this is surely. angry, angry fallout for being too progressive or there should be like yeah. a context warning. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's like a what, what is that site where like. They they tell you like anything that could remotely upset a child on it. Like for, is this for like every movie? Hundred mom or thousand moms or something? Something like that, yeah. Uh but no, yeah, like again, I respect this movie so much for putting the care and efforts into it. Yeah. The like panda scene in the morning, which uh gets written off as like her having her first period was handled very well. Uh, so fucking funny and horrifying at the same yeah. time. And like, they didn't say the word period. They never called it a period. Uh, no, which is like part of the joke, right? Is that she can't sit. Her mom is like of an older generation and can't say period. She's like, did the crimson petunia bloom or something like that? And it's just like the cringe of having to like hear that no, metaphor. And the confusion in May's voice of like, no, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, because she is 
red and giant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like she was right that thinking like, you know, maybe mom knows about this. But again, and it. Oh, man. I, I'm just keep saying over and over how much I love this movie because it is really well done. Uh, but no, just. Well, we've talked about the animation. We've talked about kind of the pushing the envelopeness of it. What? What uh, and the of course the boy bandness of it. What are some of the things you love about it? Because I, I think the characters are all well written. The the performance, uh, the the Sandra O oh performance as as mom is very good. Um, no, I, I really like the the story structure. I loved uh how real and fleshed out May's development into becoming her own person. The whole cusps of puberty growing up uh the, the i love the lie that like she she thinks about her friends to calm down and her mom assumes that she's thinking about her and she which she never can't. like corrects like that secret is kept to the grave yeah yeah you're right she never really does like specifically say no mom you stress me out which <laughs> like you are the opposite i was expecting that at some point to be like i think of them not you but i i love how how they handed it all um i i love that the giant kaiju fight is just a honest conversation between a 13 year old daughter telling her mom I like dancing. I like boys. I'm going to twerk my big panda butt in front of you. And the mom just being defeated by like. Uh, yeah, she does like keep twerking at her. That's right. <laughs> I, I love how silly this this movie is while handling a real topic. Uh, the, the, the aunties coming and like her mom yeah. who. For this whole movie was built up to be like the strong like backpedaler who instantly like crumbles like when her mom calls. It's like tell her I'm not home. Like, right? Yeah, you see the generational nature of it when her mom's relationship to her mom is like, oh, she she won't even answer the phone. <laughs> like that's that's even worse. <laughs> Arguably, I don't know. But, uh, um, and I guess yeah, I loved all the the voice acting coming in there. I just like. There's something, you know, I obviously don't know. I'm just guessing at the kind of immigrant experience of it. Uh, where, but like the old the old guy shaman dude is like, uh, oh, you can say whatever you want. Like you, it, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like there's like some there's such an ambig like a rich ambiguity to her relationship with her culture. It, it seems like, you know. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I. I I really did enjoy uh, everything about that. The the spirit, like ancestral panda forests, was a very oh, nice yeah. uh, touch. Um, Dude, the scene. Yeah, whenever her mom, she takes her mom there, right to to unkaiju a fire, and um, she's just like when she finds her, she's a crying little girl, and then she's like, "Come on!" And because they bonded over, like, oh, you know what I'm going through because. I'm going like that. Like it's okay. Like we can both be ourselves. And the like <sighs> when the, but, and then the, the time end, lapse of her growing up and just like you know how that worked. You know, I I just uh, 
That's so good, man. And then the the magic mirror like portal scene where like the mom's like, hey, like I'm, please just come. Like I we've accepted all this, but like I don't want to lose you. And her like, but I need to be myself, and it scares me that I might lose you. But we just gotta have like you know faith that we're not gonna lose each other because we love each okay, other. Ed. Yeah, man. I I'm glad you brought that up because you have hit upon like the essential point for me in the story structure of this movie that. Like is what I was missing in Encanto, which is that, you know, the resolution isn't really resolved. It's a we're working on this. Well, I I think the resolution is that she's going to like distance herself from her mom. And maybe I'm projecting but like be her own person. Like it's it's a you know, it's it's finding that independence means growing away from her mom. And her mom has trouble accepting that. And like she's like, I'm afraid, you know, that conversation like on opposite sides of the mirror is like, well, I'm afraid but by doing this. You know, you're you're not going to be part of me anymore. You're going to be like distant from me or, or whatever. And that's like that's what needs to happen. But it's not like a fun resolution. <laughs> you know, like it's there's a note of sadness in it, but it's what's best for everybody. And like that is the difference between this and Encanto. That moment for me is what really I mean, there are a lot of other differences. But like as far as the like, you know, resolution of the relationship and kind of all of that that's where it really commits yeah and i love like the after that when it shows like them after the events of their getting along uh she is trying to become more accepting like inviting her friends over for dinner uh but like the struggle of oh you're not going out dressed like that my panda my rules Come on. Uh, yeah, my panda, my rule. Like, I'm going to be a good person. You know I'm a good person, but, like, I'm going to go be a furry. Like, peace and love, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what do you think about, like, the fact that there's this whole montage where, like, they find a way to market the panda for, like, profit and, like... But, like, also it's fun. You know, they're having fun making money off of it. She, I, she I, pretty much turned herself into a mascot, and yeah, that's fine. Like, if you want to read into it that she, like, was exploiting herself, that's reading too deep into this beautiful Disney Pixar movie. Uh, it, that's it, what her mom thinks. And her mom is just wrong. Yeah, so, but then at yeah, the no, end, they're doing the same thing to raise the money to fix the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Like, how is this? Like, I'm engaging with like our ancestral culture in a, just a different way that you are when you have me literally put a panda box suit on at the temple for the tourists to take pictures with, you know, like it's not that different. Yeah, like she yeah, had to get it from question. somewhere, you know? Yeah. It's like, we already shell yeah. panda merch. I'm just going to slap my goofy face on it. Also yeah. points for the, like the dad, the dad didn't do much in this movie, but he was significant enough, which another like i'm sorry i keep doing this but another comparison to encanto where he's like the passive one in kind of the relationship in the house and but like there's just that little bit more kind of from him here of like trying to like guide her in the right direction like he doesn't talk her out of the ritual or doesn't try to but he's just like look well you know this is how it was with your mom and this is what i think you know like he's just so straight with her yeah and then like i i see this video that you like did like i think you're being fun like i accept that you are growing right 
Uh, like he he can acknowledge that this that the panda is good for her, but he can't acknowledge it enough to be like, hey, you know, it's okay if you don't want to do this. Like he he can't you know get like that extra step to be like, you know, you don't have to do this this ritual kind of thing because that would be unthinkable, really, in in this this movie, and that's that's fine. Uh, that makes sense. I also yeah. love how like. The the argument that made the mom initially go panda was the grandma not thinking he was good enough mm-hmm. and constantly like being on him. But then when like terror at the 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 dome happened, the the moment where the grandma's like, we need to start getting this together. Like, where's that like lazy guy? He's already like making the circle, doing the preparation because he knows like, <sighs> yeah, we have to do this. Yeah, cut cut to him with the like stadium like chalk liner thing. chalk liner machine. Yeah, that's that was another good laugh. Like, oh fuck, of course he's on it. Yeah, and then also great dad at the end, the little like post credit stinger scene of him like like uh May like asking is like Dad, have you seen my CD? And he's in the basement listening to a uh, Four Town oh, yeah. with like right. doing the choreography. Best dad award award. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I feel like we've covered a lot other than just like running through the plot, which we don't usually do on this podcast. But you know, there's if if you really want that, you should just fucking watch the movie. Yeah. Um, I have uh, no. We didn't talk about Tyler. Tyler. I mean, he was a little shit. A little antagonist, but not really. Uh, As soon as they find common ground at the end, BFFs, problem solved. Yeah. Yeah, I I do love that. And I I love that, um, like, when she just uses her mom as a shield whenever her mom goes over to to berate her friends and blame them for getting her involved in shit. Her friends are like, they, there's actual like consequences for that. Her, when she shows up, her friends aren't just like, Oh, we get it. We know your mom. They're like, nah, you fucking like ditched us. You threw us under the bus. I think they even say that. Right? Yeah. And that's they, the they did say under the bus. Yeah. yeah. Like her best friend, Miriam, the, the tomboy one with the braces. Oh man. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, that hit, hit close to me. Cause that, Unfortunately, like I, I, I've been there for that of not wanting to lose parental appro- approval as a, as a kid and being caught in like a situation of like just keeping my mouth shut and like going with my mom instead of sticking up for my friends when, like I've been in that situation. Yup. And yep, not a great situation. <sighs> no, it's really not. sucks. Really <laughs> <Does> sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I've been in that specific situation, but. Uh... If it's not obvious with how much I love this movie and I'm deconstructing every little bit of it so far, uh, I I do have a mom who, in her like way of loving me very much, um, you know, can uh, can be uh, I I let's just say this, you know, this reminds me a lot. <laughs> Your mom probably also has a giant red panda in her somewhere. I mean, basically, it's a great it's a great metaphor for like, you know, a Karen. No, (laughs) fucking big kaiju Uh, mom energy. Yeah. 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 I um, I don't know, man. What what else do you want to talk about? I can't 
I feel like we've covered a good bit of like why this is so good. If there's anybody out there not convinced yet, I don't really, I don't know. Like I, it's the best. I, I don't know how to, I, I guess I need to maybe justify the statement I made at the beginning of the episode that it's the best Pixar film in like 10 years. I mean, and, uh, what, I don't know. What do you think about that, Ed? Just I would have to a, like, uh, look at the provocative shit thing that I said. I'm all for it because I, I'm riding the turning red uh, hype train. Also, great title. It's a like puntastic title that works on many levels. Like, yep. Like I oddly hard for me to remember it for some reason. I'm not sure why, but I was just like, oh, yeah, the big red panda movie thing. Like, I don't know. I just could not remember the title of this film whenever I wanted to talk about it until I saw it. And now I have no trouble. But but I do agree. Uh, Pixar movies in the last 10 years. And this this is the thing everybody does when they like review Pixar movies. They're like, well, where does it stand in the Pixar canon? Because like Pixar has a house style. It's got this like, you know, imprint in the culture is like, well, you know, a Pixar movie has a certain thing about it. And if you don't cry in a Pixar movie, that means it's not one of the good. I didn't actually cry in this one for, for the record, but that doesn't mean it's like not good. It just didn't. Like, I don't know. It didn't strike way, sad, uh, emotional, tear-jerking moments, but it had strong, relatable uh, moments. In, and that's what a Pixar movie is. It doesn't have to make you cry. It just has, has to make you feel real emotions, relate to real, relatable situations. In a movie that has a giant panda kaiju or talking toys or non-talking robots that you know totally love each other even though they're just robots or yeah. you know put a sticker over mike wazowski and just call it a day yeah so like two of the three that you mentioned there are like older than 10 years and that's kind of i, I Toy think story three i think about. came out 2010 which is right on that cusp right a Toy Story 4 got me, but like, you know, probably not the strongest script out of all of them. Uh, um, Soul came out like two years ago. Yeah. Soul also, again, um, spoke to me, but it has a problems and not just I'm not just talking about the whole like whatever, like, um, you know, optics or however you want to put it situation of that. But like just or, you know, whatever other uh, necessary racial criticisms there are of it uh, not to denigrate those but like also I just think it is like soul is like from a writing standpoint kind of like mm, kinda, a little fucked here that you know <laughs> I, I feel like it's not it's just it it it's kind of weird it's it's Pete doctor and it feels so much like his last film kind of inside out it's so similar that it just reminds me of how much tighter and better and hits me every fucking time. All right, a so, better script Inside Out is. That's so compare Inside Out to this. It, that, yeah, I think this the, is the best one since Inside Out. Like Coco is good, uh, is up there for me. Like in the in there, but like I think on in terms of like yeah, like you're talking about story structure and construction and all that. I think I think this might be the best since Inside Out. This is I, I, this this is a this is a good step for Pixar, and I'm like excited for it. And I hope they start fucking putting them back in theaters yep. after this. And Not to that just it will make any difference, but to tie in more, like 
if people want to argue for Toy Story 4, that's a sequel. That's this is an original. That's another stipulation, but like best original within the last 10 years. Like oh, yeah, Luca was original and I liked it, but it, you know, it's it, it's just not like quite on this level. Luca I didn't guess, give you, know? you this level of endorphins of just yeah. this is a solid movie. Uh, Onward, same thing. I like Onward. I you know I want to rewatch that one. Um, but it's just Onward. I, I enjoyed Onward. It had a. It was relatable because brothers, family, and nerds. Uh, but it didn't hit like Turning Red did. And technically, Onward was more in my demographic. But this movie, mm. so much better. Mm. Word. All right, man. Well, I feel like we're getting towards putting scores on it. What do you think? Um. Yeah, I just want to do a quick note. I love this movie so much. I And it's Disney. I want a headcanon that she grows up to be some type of superhero and maybe meet up with uh, Big Hero 6 somewhere. I as soon as you said that I started thinking Big Hero Six and I don't know why I guess because he's also Disney Pixar I think right? so or is he Dis- I can't well I, technically I, it's I Marvel think that's Disney Animation isn't it technically it's Marvel oh well like as an intellectual property right but like the film the animation was done by Disney Animation as opposed to Pixar hmm. Big Hero Six like, yeah like I think of the film necessarily i forget that he is like is he a marvel property like originally because i know he like yeah big hero 6 was originally like a a marvel property that they adapted because it's not like directly from comics but they're comics yeah i mean you know it's it's very in that space and there's even i mean there's a freaking uh cameo stan lee cameo in it so that that all right there is yeah yeah. But yeah, I think um Big Hero Six similar energy, they would definitely Big Hero Six get along. is Earth one four one two three in the Marvel universe. Yeah, they probably don't exist in the same cinematic universe, Ed. I I, I, I said can't it's a headcanon. Okay, okay. Yeah, that, no, that's that's you did say that. That's I true. just want her to, you know, be an adult and fight crime using emotional red panda abilities. Yeah, I, man, she, ah, fair enough. Yeah. Especially when she started the panda hopping. I'm like, uh, she started to utilize it and she drew, it is she did have so the cool one how arm she when she like chucked like, that dodgeball so she can channel it. Like, yeah. What is it that she does when she's roof hopping? She like uses the momentum of the change to propel her. Yeah. Or like she, like she's falling big and then she changes to small, and so it like I, I I don't know how the theoretical physics of that work, but it it uh, it seems they're, plausible. They're they're Disney physics, like you you can't wrap your head around that. Yeah, or or anime physics more, or both, more likely, or both. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm gonna make you go first. What do you want to give it? Oh wait, wait. MGP is on a scale of ten, right? This, yeah. this always trips me off, and usually I'm, I'm better prepared. Uh, well, until Jack officially changes it, you got to get used to it. So, you know, it's just it's just times two. See, then maybe a nine, but like... That th- I'm, I'm going to give it a nine. I'll just, I'll just fucking say I'm going to give it a nine. Like, like I kind of want to like... 
be the fanboy and slap that ten on it. But don't like, hesitate, man. Like you know, well, Jack no, will because tell again, you that like my, he's I, never given a ten because there's not a perfect movie or whatever. But except for you know maybe like Blade Runner, or Fast, my, my gripe, Fast the Future. I can't remember the math of all his everybody's fucking scores. But like, my potential like you know. only gripe is like the grandma uh, storyline they throw in there like super quick of just like her and May's mom had the fallout when she injured her. And, like, Grandma, like, accepted that, like, she's going to keep her panda. Like, that, like, tomorrow, especially because uh, May's mom, like, cracked as soon as she heard that her mom was coming and bringing everyone. Like, maybe that could have been fleshed out a wee bit more. It didn't really pay off. Yeah, which, hey, you know, I mm, could still be turning material for turning red, too, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I hope. I do love I that Grandma not, now has right, her but. her red panda in a Tamagot. Uh, no, in a uh four town like memorabilia after she said i hate the number four it's unlucky and then she's losing at like some type of card game at the end oh yeah well, what grandma grandma yeah yeah it's it's because well, mom's got put in a tamagotchi mom's got right? put in a tamagotchi again love and then grandma's yeah. is in a four town uh like trinket necklace and right and in okay. like a their culture four was an unlucky number and she's losing at a card game. Huh? Right. But yeah, no, yeah, they could have done something. Even the Tomagotchi thing is such a nice little touch of like, Hey, you know, I'm still repressing my inner Panda, but now I'm like at least engaging with it a little bit, you know, like just there's this, maybe that relationship is a little healthier now because like the daughter Give me my turning red too, where like she becomes a superhero and the mom after feeding her red panda spirit will break it and fuse into like and control it with better, better. Like just give it, just give it to me. I I gotta say, I, I, I feel like, you know, controversial statement on my part, but I feel like there might be enough superheroes. Okay. I don't, I don't want another, I I don't want a non superhero story to turn into a superhero story. Okay. They're the same thing essentially. Yeah. But like it's fair, but we're you not know, gonna fair. call it a superhero, and that's all you said you wanted—not to call it a yeah. superhero. You're right. You're right. If you call it a magical girl instead, that's fine. Because Card Captor Sakura is basically a superhero, but she's like not motivated by like existential threats and aliens. She's motivated. She's motivated by her social relationships and wanting to make you know the people in her life happier. So that's that. That's the difference. Yes, it's, uh, it's still a difference. So did. You, I know you said you were going to give it a nine too, but do you want to? Give I it- am going to give it a nine. I, 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 that, that's the only thing like this is the best since inside out for me probably can, can mean in my head as far as like putting these on a numbered scale. Like every, every frame of this is, you know, terrifically animated, has like so much love and care and detail put into it. The story is touching. Like it was very, <laughs> very much something, a story told that i appreciated that i had never seen quite which i was left wanting by encanto and then this come comes along and just like gives me that extra bit of like commitment to what that story is really about so yeah in the context of all that this was a nine for me for sure and it's very funny and very fun oh i just remembered uh another like thing i read online that people were having trouble believing that these three girls could go up to the box office on like this super big boy band like stadium concert on the day and buy tickets 
If you oh yeah, another reason for setting it in uh, 2002. Yeah, or like whatever. you could do it back really. then. <laughs> like, yeah, you exactly. Can't now. That's that's uh, I've heard that a lot in reviews of this. Actually, it's like, hey, remember that? That was that was good. And back people then. saying like they can't believe that. It's like you can totally believe the giant panda transformations, but like going to a an arena and buying tickets day of concert. You know what? I don't believe that either. You're right. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Well, I think that's going to be about wrapping it up for the Movie Gang Podcast review of Turning Red. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you so, thank you so much, Ed, for uh, going on about how much you love this movie. Oh, it, I'll uh, do that really anytime. It, yeah. It uh, was very gratifying to me as somebody who also loves this movie. Uh, equally as much, you know, no matter how many more times you've watched it, we both gave it nines. So I hope you watch it some more. We love it equally. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. I don't know how else to end this. So, good night, everybody. Take care of your panda, whatever metaphorically that means for you. I don't know. And we're out before I mention how May's mom said, You're a delicate flower now who has to clean their petals and keep them safe. Uh, Jack's totally gonna keep that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I guess bye. If he wants to keep all that, bye.